Hey guys, thanks for watching or listening to uh, Small on the Outside. The first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just cannot miss. We had some technical difficulties in this episode, unfortunately, so the first 20 or so minutes of the podcast, my microphone was not working. So in a few seconds, you'll see us try to ramble on a, a quick recap of what we've already talked about, but you would have missed a few major points that I would have rather us talked about more naturally. Unfortunately, can't always fix technical difficulties, but it helps to recognize these problems when they happen because the next time we do a podcast, that won't be a problem. Now onto the podcast episode covering Doctor Who, The Power of the Doctor. Smaller on the outside. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, they say can't hear the other person, can hear Andy fine. Hello. Can, can you can hear Can you hear me? So, um, the problem is, if if they couldn't hear you, I don't know if any of that recorded. We, we I don't know how, how long we've been going here, but... Um, 26 minutes. Okay, uh, do you want to sort of recap what we've talked about, just because um, the audio was apparently broken? Smaller <laughs> on the outside. Doctor Who podcast, been doing for many years. We talk about other TV shows sometimes, but primarily Doctor Who. We skipped out on the majority of the Flux season, which is the last season, which is why there's a big gap between seasons of the podcast. The reason why is because Flux is a piece of crap, and I didn't know <laughs> how else to talk about it. Uh, this is the final outing of Jodie Whittaker's episode. It's called Power of the Doctor. It is uh, also Chris Chibnall's final episode as showrunner. We haven't talked about much about what's going on in the episode other than uh, there's a space train. There's a weird girl. Uh, there's some Cybermen. There are some Daleks. There's a master who's playing the Rasputin. Yeah, he is Rasputin. And, and he's got a plan. He's got a plan, Stan. Okay, he's going to kill the Doctor, and there's no way out of it this time. Unless it's for you meddling kids. Uh, and we have, did we talk about the returning companions? We talked about Ace and Tegan a little bit. You talked more about where they came from, from the classic series, because right. I have no experience with that. All we know is that the Master has a plan to kill the Doctor. We don't know exactly what it entails quite yet. We do by the end of the episode, obviously, but for as far as we've talked, we don't know yet. But one thing that we didn't talk about is the Dalek that showed up in the TARDIS. Right. As a hologram. It was a... Uh, when was that? Was that before they met the... It was, the... It was before, I think. But it, it's a rogue Dalek that has a plan to go against the other Daleks. I guess giving the Doctor the plans on how to eliminate them all. I don't know why it does that. Originally, the Daleks were there in order to enhance the Khaled race, right? And this Dalek liked that mission, but ever since, they've sort of become their own thing, and now they're just wanting to take over the world because they're the Daleks, and they don't want to do anything else. And he doesn't believe in the Daleks anymore. He, he only wanted to help out the Khaleds, and, and now he doesn't agree with their mission anymore, so he wants them destroyed. But really, he was a pawn. Right, he's a pawn. They, they knew about it. They... they... They were setting him out to get the queen, so to speak, mm -hmm. which is the doctor. And when she goes to collect that information, they get ambushed by more Daleks. That was later. 
<laughs> so unit captured um the master yes but that's probably part of his plan anyway yes it was yeah that's part of his plan because he's the master he's he's got the master plan i think it's right after that though is the scene with the dalek in the nope i, I want to say volcano <laughs> no not yet <laughs> we go back to the planet uh with with the child and we see that that guy let me see what was his oh, name oh yeah vinder Vinder. He's one of those thing things. He's one of those guys <laughs> from Flux that I didn't care about. Yeah, he was the guy. Wasn't it? Um, his girlfriend was was searching for him throughout this the season or something. In Flux. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about Flux. <laughs> That's not Doctor Who. <laughs> like his character was fine. It's almost like he's supposed to be Captain Jack of Jody's era. Or something. I don't know. I don't. We don't talk about flex, and he doesn't seem to be all that important in in the long run, anyway. Oh, uh, now the volcano. Okay, so now we got the volcano. Now, the volcano, like I was talking about. <laughs> so in the volcano, Dalek, Doctor Ambush. So the real Daleks attack the rogue Dalek. Meanwhile, Cybermen are attacking Unit. Yeah. So the miniature Dalek... toy that Tegan had, which. We mentioned uh, in in the parts that were right. cut off, uh, <laughs> and a toy, and then uh, there's it, so much things happening on right now. So Asher shows up. Was he was the miniature? Asher part of Flux. Uh, yeah, no, no. I think he was from the previous season. I get so confused. There's so much going on right now. Yeah. Um, so Asher's one of those Cybermen, but he's got half the face off. That's how you know it's him. Other than that, he's not that important in this episode. He's just a Cyberman. It's just a callback. Um, yeah. There he is. He, he was the toy that, that Tegan had, and it grows up to be him. Right, and that's what I said. I didn't and inside realize. inside was also all these other Cybermen. Because he's a Russian doll, right? Right. He opens up, a bunch of Cybermen come out. Um, but the Daleks, part of them ambushing the Doctor was to also capture her. By putting her in the Dalek machine, right? Uh, I don't think so. They were they eventually wanted to. Oh, in the Dalek? Are you talking about the Daleks again? Yeah. Yeah, the Daleks. So they captured her in the Dalek. Yeah, the Daleks are just like, they... okay, we got the Doctor now, ha ha ha. And <laughs> but but they were working with the Master, right? Right. So they they take the the Doctor to the Master because the Master is working with the Cybermen and the Daleks simultaneously, which. I could see from uh, the TARDIS wiki, wiki that that's the first time that's ever happened. Why did they capture? What's the master plan? What's Rasputin planning? Forced regeneration. Forced regeneration. Now, I'm kind of cu curious about timeline. Is the master that we see as the university professor, is that before Rasputin or after? It's <laughs> uh, confusing, right? Um, because they are two different timelines. Rasputin obviously has a big beard. So. And it's the one way that I feel like they would explain him not actually dying. There's I, two things going on. Maybe it's in the middle. <laughs> they, they take him to Rasputin, and he does the Rasputin dance that I feel like was in the King's Man movie. Yes. Ra, ra, Rasputin, blah, 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 blah. Yes. That thing. I don't know why he does it. Just because, 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 because he's Rasputin, and it's a fun song. Did you see that movie? The King's Man, yes. It's a good one. All right, so. There it is. They captured him because <laughs> of the forced regeneration. We saw 
did we see Force Regeneration? I thought we did with Missy. Uh, I don't know about Missy. Um, uh, what what the the master does re- refer to the doctor as having uh, had forced regeneration before, and I believe what he's referring to is the second doctor. Um, the second doctor was forced to regenerate, and then the next episode we saw the third doctor. Now, if you remember, this was my theory about where that Joe Martin doctor came from. Yeah. Right. I, that, that was her name, right? Or am I thinking of the wrong person? I think you're right. I think Joe Joe's right. I call her the Fugitive Doctor. Yes, um, the Fugitive Doctor. That's a good one. So we know. So if you watch the classic series, the um, second Doctor, they say, "I'm regenerating. I'm regenerating," and then it cuts. We don't actually get to see the regeneration. Next episode, the third Doctor just shows up. We don't see the regeneration again. Right. So as far as we know, there could have been many Doctors in between the second and the third. Anyway, so so in between the the second and the third Doctor, there could have been many regenerations, and I think one of them is that fugitive Doctor, which we were talking about. And the thing is that the Master mentions that he thinks that the Time Lords may have had multiple Force regenerations on the Doctor, and so I think he was suggesting that there could be other versions of um, the Doctor that we have not seen that could fit in that timeline. If they want to use them, that's what they could do. Did you hear any of that? No. Anyway, I was just saying there could be other Doctors in that timeline, and if they wanted to use them, they could. So that's just... The well, the, the Master re- references it. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was just like, you know, it kind of seems pointless to give numbers to Doctors at this point because, as we learned from Timeless Children, she could have regenerated hundreds of times already. So fourteenth, doc thirteenth. Yeah, really so we we learned we learned in the timeless child season that um, you know the number of of regenerations never mattered. The thirteenth right. doctor just thought it did, which you know pissed off everybody uh, that was <laughs> ever a fan of Doctor Who in the first place. But what can you do? Let's keep going with the episode. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so we have the forced regeneration. The idea is that the master wants to take over the doctor's body. Through basic sci-fi means, you get in two different tubes, the master in one, the doctor in the other, force the regeneration. Did they use the Time Lord Cybermen to do that? Uh, I forget how they did it. I thought... Oh, wait, hold on. It's the, it's the, the... It's the energy from that planet. So she turns into him. Um, this was something I was not expecting when it comes down to this episode. Not just that, but usually when she transforms into somebody else, regardless, she's still the doctor, you right. know? Right, yeah. So, what I... <laughs> I never really understood. What's the point of this? <laughs> he's he's just himself. Right, I... That's a good. That's a good point, like... You don't suddenly have different powers because you're supposed to be both be a time lord. The only now thing, a timeless child. The only thing I, I could know. see is like the the TARDIS recognized him as the Doctor, I think, and there could have he's been. He's got his own TARDIS. Yeah, he's got his own TARDIS. There could have been other areas where where um, recognizing the Doctor's. Not DNA, but whatever may have been useful, I suppose. But it, it, otherwise, it seems kind of pointless. If he's just gonna look like himself and he's still gonna have the same personality, was the point of being in the Doctor's body? I have no idea. I did see that they tried to do it in the past. The the Master tried to uh, 
tried to do the same thing in the past, but it failed. Oh, really? Would that have been during the fourth Doctor? I don't know when. But it definitely sounds like a classic plot. Um, it does, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember that that um, story point, but it does sound like it could be something. It's in this next uh, span of time that we learn a couple things. Um, the Master puts on like all the clothes of the previous Doctors. He's got, well, he's got the scarf, he's got the, the vest, but we also learn what the zapping was about. So she's doing sending static electricity to everybody that she meets because she's reading their DNA or letting her DNA go into them or something so that they can communicate to her like she's Jarrell in Superman. Basically, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it boils down to. Speak to her consciousness anyway, and she responds like she's actually there when she's not because she's in Doctor Heaven. And before we mention that, I would like to also point out uh, um, the, the Master Doctor... Um, af after he becomes the doctor, he actually goes and grabs a bunch of, of clothes and stuff from previous doctors. So he's got the scarf on, he's got the, um, question marks on his, on his vest, he's I got did, the celery on his... I didn't say uh, the celery, but I did say the scarf and the vest. Oh, you did? Yes. I totally missed it. I was I looking, said, I, I must have been paying attention. time span when we learned that the doctor puts on all the other doctor's clothes including the scarf and the vest and other things like that <laughs> oh, well i was i was i must have been uh paying attention to the clip so we have the doctor in this doctor heaven like you said yeah doctor heaven and in doctor heaven we have a few familiar faces starting with you tell me because i don't know all these people the names. first doctor um well sort of the first doctor we have the um he was in wasn't the first one with peter capaldi or did they do it bef before that that might have been the first time because he had that movie, right? Oh, right. He did the movie first. It was it was a, a biopic about um, William Hartnell and right. how how they started Doctor Who, and he played him in that. And then he came back for that. Um, it was was it the final Peter Capaldi episode? Yeah, it was where he was regenerating. Yeah, the re he had to what's it called Capaldi that it's okay to regenerate or whatever. I have it. Twice upon a time. I did not see that. What? <laughs> what? Twice upon a time. I didn't watch it. You didn't watch Twice Upon Wait. a Time. Wait, no. Twice Upon a Time. I saw. I didn't see the biopic. I didn't see the biopic. No, Twice Upon a Time was the um the episode with Peter Capaldi's regeneration. So you better have seen it. I, I saw that one. <laughs> Who are the other doctors that we saw? I see the the one guy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Well, no, The Hobbit. Mil no, you're, you're you're thinking of Bilbo. It's not. It's uh, first of all, we have the sixth Doctor right here in the I'm picture. Not thinking of Bilbo. The the sixth Doctor right here. Um, he looks very different from his original self. And then right after the sixth Doctor, we have the fifth Doctor, who is um right there. He's the one with the celery, and he he looks pretty close, but just with white hair. And then we have the eighth Doctor, and I. The Eighth Doctor I recognize because I actually saw the Eighth Doctor right. story. So that's it. So we have the First, the Sixth, the Fifth, and the Eighth. So no Tom Baker, and uh, nobody newer. None of the new who's really. <laughs> oh, oh, there's the Seventh as well. Yeah, so that's who you were talking about. So uh, right there. So he's um, Sylvester McCoy. He was the Seventh Doctor. He also was a wizard in The Hobbit.
Yeah, I wasn't talking about Bilbo. I was talking about the wizard with the bird poop on his shoulder. He looks a little bit like Bilbo. <laughs> don't don't lie. <laughs> well, that might be true, but I didn't think it was Bilbo. Isn't Bilbo dead? Yeah, the guy who played Bilbo was dead. I thought. <laughs> I didn't think he came back for Doctor Who. I didn't know when they filmed this. <laughs> but um, yeah. So. But yeah, so they're guarding something. This it's is like sort of the clip. space between regenerations. They say. Right, and they're just the conscious. They're just their conscious minds or bodies or embodiments. Yeah. What are that? And for some reason, your conscious ages. As it does, I mean, they 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 also like whenever they have a you know special with with the returning doctor, they're always older. Yes, and and they explain do, it as like a time, it, but it's like it's a time difference. At an ex- explanation. Yeah. Just go to Disney and Marvel and ask for the the aging software. I'm sure they'll just hand it right over. So, but this is sort of. Um, that sort of ties in. I, I'm thinking, ooh, you know, you've got the seventh doctor, and you've got the sixth doctor, and the fifth. And I was thinking that Ace, you know, Ace yeah. was with the seventh doctor. And you have Tegan, who was with the fourth and the fifth. So right. the fifth is good for that. And I, I was thinking, oh, man, w- wouldn't it have been cool if they had those people in the real world so they could have talked to their companions? And I wasn't thinking about the hologram. Right, the hologram. So she did those uh, electroshocks therapy. She shocked everybody, and that way they can see the hologram and speak to it like it's Jarrell. And because she shocked everybody, including Ace and Tegan, they got to speak to the doctor as well in hologram form, except they got to speak to their original doctors, who are old. <laughs> They didn't even which, look young in the in the uh, hologram. <laughs> which is a nice throw out shout out to uh, you know fans of the original classic oh, yeah. series. I don't think anybody from the classic series for the most part is still watching the show, but I think so. Just you old. see uh, so much. You see so much hate coming out of people as far as sci-fi. Yeah, Star Wars. It's a big one. People hate <laughs> from the original series. It's I like, think ah, in terms ah. of that what you see and what there is are two different things. I think you see, like, there's a small group of people that like to post a lot. And (laughs) that's what you see. I think what you're not seeing is the large majority of people who are just having fun with the show. I don't think... You're saying saying the silent majority. Yeah, I mean, I think it's true of Star Star Wars. I think it's true of, of Doctor Who. I think it's true of The Last of Us. There's a lot of negativity that comes out of that as well. Um, Star Trek, there's a lot of it, you know. I think in general, just about any large fan base is going to have those groups where it makes it look like they're the majority, but I, I really don't think they are. Otherwise, those, those people wouldn't be going to watch those things, you know. Those Star Wars sequels, they made a ton of money. People kept going to them. <laughs> now, from this segment forward in the show, I do get a little bit lost as to what everybody's plan is. There's a lot of focus on Ace and Tegan, what they're doing uh, with units, Kate, stuff going on in the volcano again. We get randomly Graham shows up. This is the part where I'm just kind of lost as to what's kind of going on because the doctor's not the doctor, and they're just trying to figure out how to reverse a forced regeneration. Yeah, so the doctor has a plan. We're not we're not given the whole plan, I think. I think <coughs> right. 
There's um, no, we know quite the whole plan. We're we just... know that these com- all three of these companions, um, Tegan, Ace, and um, Yaz, have been given yes. parts of the plan, and they're all working on their own things behind the scene. You have um, Tegan is in the, the Cyberman base. Kate Stewart is sort of turning herself in. I don't think that was part of the plan. <laughs> I think she just sort of expected the doctor to save her. So Tegan's like climbing in the in the elevator shaft and stuff, and and she's she's shutting off the Cybermen. So they will not take over the unit, and they won't take over uh, Kate Stewart. Ace was with Graham in the uh, in yeah. the uh, volcano. Where did Graham come from, and why is he there? Nobody gets answered this he's, question. He's having his own adventures. He me- he mentions that um that wh- what was his name Ryan. He mentions that Ryan is off in his own adventure as well. So they're Probably just having adventures. Bike still trying trying to figure out how to pedal and keep it straight without falling over. The Daleks cause volcanoes to erupt. Sure. <laughs> I don't remember why. We will destroy my volcano. I don't know, but I mean. I don't know what Ace Obviously, is doing at this point. Episode, we got the professor talking about seismology, and he got pictures of all volcanoes, so the plan was always in place. Uh, but I didn't. I still don't really understand the whole point of that. But I do know that Yaz ends up back at that force regeneration chamber area after she has her part of the plan told to her by the hologram doctor. She she kind of knows the most of it, I think. In this following parts a little bit confusing but she shows up in that room there's cyberman there's the master hologram jody not jody no uh joe fugitive 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 doctor shows up and you were confused when you saw that you thought oh 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 so this doctor never existed whole freaking time no so this is just one of the other uh interfaces as they said for the previous doctors but what it does confirm is that she is a previous doctor, not a future doctor, because otherwise she wouldn't Which, have been in there. At this point, I don't think it's that confusing, given the fact that she's regenerated millions of times. I don't know. Right, yeah. So we kind of expected her to be a previous doctor, and like I said, between the second and the third doctor would be kind of the perfect place. Other people think it's before the first doctor. I think, yeah. I think that they weren't the doctor before the first doctor. I think they were the timeless child, or and or the agent of whatever that company was, right? What was that like? Is like an intelligence agency of some kind? I I remember that. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. remember what it was called though. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. But, but what she does is she stands in the middle of all the Cybermen, and then they try to shoot her simultaneously, which kills all the Cybermen. Reason. Yeah, because she's a hologram, so all they end up doing is shooting themselves, har yep. har, and they all die. But <laughs> as we all know, yeah, they're gonna they regenerate. Are, Generating Cybermen, and that's and, part of the plan. And Vinder, Vinder was also given part of the plan, it appears, because he shows up and um, points a gun at the at the master and as the at the master doctor, and has him go into the uh, chamber, saying, you know, it's time to force another regeneration, degeneration. How does this end here? The the Cybermen start regenerating, and they use that power to get the master doctor back into regular. Jody Whitaker doctor, but it doesn't seem to matter anyway. She only gets to stay herself for like three more minutes. <laughs> well, she gets to finish the uh, stop the master's plan first. Everybody gets saved. Yeah, and then they go to that planet, right? Yeah, the metal planet because they need to destroy it. 
Yeah, they need to. First of all, she sends Vinder on his way, fixes his ship, and send him. Nobody him cares about way. him. Go back to Flux World. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what do they do? It's like well, uh, she tells the the creature that's powering the planet to destroy it. Right. Which will set it free. So it starts to destroy the planet like it was told by oh, the but doctor. Before, before that, she um, freezes all the volcanoes into metal. That's right. <laughs> because all the volcanoes were going off, and I guess that was going to destroy the world or whatever. That's how you stop the, that's how you stop the, the lava from, I guess, destroying the whatever. Yeah. Um, but she, okay, so she saves that, but then the creature starts to destroy the metal planet like it should. Mm-hmm. Here it comes. Rasputin. I don't know how he. I don't know how he. Was came it? Back. Was he the Rasputin master? Yeah. Okay. So after he was forced his regeneration, he came to that planet and he still had a trick up his sleeve. He tells the the creature thing, or he controls the creature thing with a sonic, I think, which gets it to send a blast at the doctor. So she gets hit by this creature that has immense energy, which means, well, she gonna die now. <laughs> And it looks like Rasputin oh, is dead there, but I'm I'm sure. See, that's the thing. He must have been the 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 master. Must have been that must have been his earlier self. And so, is he still jailed, the earlier self, or or did he get out? Maybe he got out, and then then I think he got out because of the Cybermen, and then he must have traveled to 1916 and he, became Rasputin. I think he did. I think he got out because that was always his plan to be in there in the first place. Yeah, and then that must have been when he went back to the past and became Rasputin. Well, that would mean that both versions are dead because he dies on that planet when it goes explodey. Does he die, though? He died on Gallifrey, too. <laughs> He's died a few times. And so Yaz carries the Doctor into the TARDIS. Sometime, okay, so the Doctor passes out because she's, like, fading. Um, and Yaz flies the TARDIS and sends everybody home. The Doctor has the sweet moment with Yaz hanging out on top of the TARDIS looking at the Earth saying, hey, it's their, it's their goodbye. They're eating ice, ice cream. And then she's basically <laughs> like, listen, this is my last season. <laughs> I'm going to have to fire you. I'm going to do this next part alone, as she says. She's like, uh, Chibnall doesn't want to hand you off to Russell T. Davies, so you're yeah, leaving. Yeah, Chibnall wants to take you with him for some odd reason. You cannot go with me into the 60th anniversary special. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to have to stay here. Which then we get our final two minutes of the show, which we get to see the regeneration. Oh, before before that, before that, there is um, Companions Anonymous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we have Dan Returns. Yes, Dan Returns. We got Graham. We got some... Really old companions, most of which you would recognize. Yeah. So okay. So here we go. So <laughs> let's let's see who we've got here. We have Joe uh, Joe Jones, who was a third and fourth Doctor companion. No, I want to say just third, third Doctor companion. Um, we have Mel Bush, who was a sixth and seventh Doctor companion. She was the one I was thinking about earlier. And then we have Ian Chesterton, who was the very first companion. One of the there was two, but there was there was a, a man and a woman um, teacher that joined yeah. the Doctor on the very first episode. He was the the man, and he's got to be freaking old, man. He is uh, 1924. 
He would have been 97 there. And <laughs> I'm assuming he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. So. He doesn't look dead. No, they filmed this over a year ago, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. so. Yeah, so 97 years. I thought he must have been in his 90s. Well, idea, I guess, is the companions aren't allowed to talk about their adventures or else they'd get sent into the loony bin, so. They have the Companions Anonymous group where they just talk about their adventures anyway. With each other. Okay. Where's Rose? Where's yeah. <laughs> Donna? Where's everybody else? <laughs> Why are they all old? Well, at least there's there would be no um, Clara, right? Clara well, wouldn't wouldn't be there. She's she's sure. off in, in traveling traveling the universe. Or was oh, that Bill? She's traveling with Bill, isn't she? Or no? No. That was a different thing. All right, Lady Me. Lady Me. That was with that was with uh, Clara though. Yes, that's what I meant. There should be more companions there. It shouldn't just be like all the old people. Right. It's it's just who they could get. <laughs> they wanted the they, they wanted somebody for the first Doctor, of course. <coughs> and so. yeah, so they had somebody for all the Doctors that they showed in this. Uh, oh, did they have anybody for the Eighth Doctor though? I don't think they did. Let's talk about the regeneration scene. We finally get our last two minutes of the show where she regenerates. She's saying, tag your it, something stupid. I don't know her. No, she says her. something better than that. She says, Dr. Whoever I'll meet or something like that, tag your it or something like that. No, was, was that it? Pretty sure. Dr. Whoever I'm about to be. Yeah. Tag. You're it. Okay, that's what it was. <laughs> her last lines were, tag, you're it. Yeah. Anyways, she, well, she said something better before that. <laughs> the shot, the shot's pretty neat. It has a nice big zoom out moment where we see the the power shoot out of her head and arms like usual, and then her actual costume transforms, which is like the first time I've ever seen that happen. I think uh, so. Maybe I'm not sure. And she does not turn into the guy that's been announced to be the next Doctor. Instead, she turns into who? This guy. Who apparently is officially 14th? the 14th Doctor, yeah. Um, what? 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 So, when we did the podcast before, I had this theory like the entire time, and you're like, no, never. And I'm like, listen, they're going to do a 60th anniversary special, and then they're going to have a new Doctor, okay? It's going to be David Tennant during the 60th. I'm calling it. Well, I had a feeling David Tennant was going to be in the 60th, sure. just just because they like to do that. Um, but uh, but people but people also wanted to see it. They wanted to see uh, a degeneration, so to speak, and they wanted to see him be changed into the Doctor again. And I figured they would do this, but just for a special thing. And that's essentially what they're doing. Yeah, so I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I thought, you know, maybe somewhere down the line they'd use a special to explain that situation. But I didn't think they'd go straight into a regeneration like that. Especially not after they they had already announced who it was going to be. <laughs> but the thing the is, so was... from what I, what I... Okay, so I was discussing this episode with um, with people before I watched it, after they announced the guy. I, I had that big rant, ranting post saying they shouldn't announce these things. And I was talking about, without trying to be spoilery, um, somebody 
said, well, they're going to need him because they're going to be filming. And I said, well, they're probably, at this point, they're probably just filming the regeneration, right? Because it's way too early for the 60th anniversary. But apparently they were filming that. And apparently this special, The Power of the Doctor, had already been filmed in its entirety last year. That's what they were telling me. And I was like, there's there's no way they're not going to film this, what is his name, Scooty or whatever? I figured, okay, if they're filming anything else, maybe it's going to be like a New Year's special or something. Like, they're going to have an earlier special because it seemed way too soon for a for a um, anniversary, the 60th anniversary. So the only thing I can think of is either the 60th anniversary is going to have crazy effects and they just need a long time to do it, or it's, maybe it's because it's three specials long and it's, it's sort of like um, Sherlock where they need you know just need a lot of time to edit it and because it is sort of like a, a season almost. I saw some people commenting, and they're like, you can't be serious. Jody was that bad, or no, or, or Chibno was that bad that they had to get Tenet back. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I kind of thought that Chibno <laughs> would have a special or something where, t- where Tenet would be back that he would write for, because um, Chris Chibno wrote Broadchurch, which had Broadchurch. David Tennant and Jodie Whittaker. So it would have been right. perfect to have them both together in Doctor Who at some point together. And maybe that was a plan at some point, and it just never ended up happening. I don't know. I don't know. It was a good episode. I think it was a little bit clunky in terms of story. I think there's a lot going on. Like, do I think that it needed to have the Daleks there? Probably not. Yeah, you could probably do it without the Daleks. The Daleks um, were there for the for the capture of the Doctor and for the volcano thing, which I still don't totally understand i have to i'll have to watch it back again and see what they were talking about with the volcanoes because yeah i don't remember i mean obviously it's an hour and a half long it could have just been a little bit over an hour hour 10 you know getting rid of the daleks we, we didn't need flux guy didn't need to be there not really not out the window I, I i do believe that we needed the fugitive doctor because i highly doubt we'll ever see her again what i've seen um for reception wise what people thought about the episode i think a lot of it's been uh, pretty much split. Uh, a lot of people don't like it, but they think the ending was great. I've spoken to a friend of mine that gave up on Doctor Who after the first season of Jody. I told him about the episode because he's like, "I'm not gonna watch it." He's like, and then he's, and then he watched clips, right? He watched clips of you know the ending, the regeneration. He watched clips of the hologram past Doctors because he likes the eighth one and just. Things like that, not because Jody's a bad doctor, but because this, the writing has always been kind of, it's unfortunate, but I actually agree with that. I, I think that she's a good doctor. Enjoyed reading the novels of Doctor Who when it came down to her character, her stories. I think, I think she had more potential than she was uh, able to make use of. The writing really screwed her up. The writing was uh, not great. I. I wonder what the show could have been with a different showrunner because people do connect the two. They look at a bad episode and they're like, oh, it's all Jody's fault because she is the lead. She is the doctor. And I'm like, eh, she can only do what she's given. She's given a script and she performs, you know, can't really put it past that. Yeah, we won't have Doctor Who again for a year. And then after that, probably another year. Yeah. Oh, it says the the post-regeneration scene with David Tennant as the 14th Doctor was filmed separately at a later date. So it was not part of the main filming then. That makes sense as to why they didn't share a screen together. 
And yeah. he, he wasn't in that Dr. Heaven thing. Right. So it kind of makes sense as to why that didn't happen. But so Chris, Chib- Chris Chibnall filmed this story with the belief that it, it could be the last story of Doctor Who, as he did not know anything about the future of the show at that point. Right. So would it have still ended with David Tennant, or did that happen after I they... Chibnall was like, well, once this is done, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Salty. Chibnall salty. <laughs> You're having fun? Yeah. Filters for the win. Okay, so um, so I guess that's it. We can we can do a, like a wrap-up now. Thank you for listening to Smaller on the Outside, the first, the best, and the only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. Make sure that you subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast, and subscribe to Interpreting the Stars on YouTube. And uh, and me on YouTube. My <laughs> my links are on the on the Twitch page here. Mine are not. <laughs> no, so, they are not. Until next time. Peace out. Peace out.